slept a little gnarly last night, so my neck, I feel like I'm like all hunchback, but we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because we were talking with uh, Ratman. You know, we just had his episode. Yeah, I watched it. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. He's such a character. Yeah. I was hoping he was going to do more, like, you know, busting out the little reggae dance hall f- freestyles there, because, you know, <laughs> he gets lit with it. But um, it was funny because, yeah, you're like someone who's been mentioned on many of these episodes, you know, uh-huh. all the homies. And, uh, and at one point, because we do the Vermont Entrepreneur series as well, which is like, you know, just basically like it sounds Vermont entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. And uh, those are shot like on location at like wherever people do their thing. So we're at like... I've seen the movie theater one. Yeah, we did one there. We did like the Vermont Gem Lab with Ken and Young. We did one with like DJ Kanga at his studio and... Ant Hill, we did it above the radar. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, so that was sick. Um, But yeah, then someone mentioned like having your brother having Denny on. And I was like, yeah, I just don't know if you would. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not gonna say anything. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I know that cat pretty well, but I just, I don't know. (laughs) Might be pulling teeth to get him out here. Yeah. Welcome to the Golden Hour. We got a one-of-a-kind guest, Maddie L, legend. Right on. That's what's up. Glad to be here. Oh, yeah, Matt Lawrence in the spot. Yeah, did we go back for sure? You know, I yeah. feel like when I was first getting into skating, like, and it's weird because I always say I've been skating 25 years, but that's really how long I've been, like, kick-flipping. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I was skating in the 80s on my little Bart Simpson board that had the, said, you know, eat my shorts or whatever on the bottom yeah. of it, but... Yeah, so you've been, you know, you've been pushing around these streets for for a minute now. What year did you get into skating, or how long have you been around it? Well, I was born back in 1973. Probably, you know, I got five brothers and sisters. So there was always skateboards kicking around the crib, those little plastic ones. Yeah. We used to be going up and down the street and all that. It was back when the wheels still, like, weren't urethane, right? No, I think they were the urethane ones, but... You know, plastic board, sitting on it, going down the driveway, mm-hmm. up and down the street, all that. And then it just kind of goes on from there. You know, I went through the whole breakdancing phase, doing all that stuff. Yeah, what inspired all that? Like, where'd you, like, where'd that whole culture come in? Um, just uh, seeing other people do it. I used to go down to New York, my, uh, Grandparents were from New Jersey, so we'd go down there, and my grandma and my mom would bring me into the city. Okay. And I seen that, and I came back home, and I wanted to break, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I did that for a while. Then the skateboarding came into the picture, you know? Being downtown, I saw some older dudes coming down Church Street with the big fat boards. Yeah. just stopped me right there. I said, that's cool. Yeah. Now I want to do that. Yeah, because before that, you're on the banana board or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. like kind of seeing it from afar. Mm-hmm. But then to see like four or five guys coming down with the big boards, I said, that, that's what it's all about right there. I need to get myself one of those. Yeah, and just seeing the squad, like people charging there. So yeah. There's nothing quite like that, right? So, yeah, so that's like a whole older crew that came before me. Yeah, do you remember who any of those first cats were that inspired you back sure. then? Sure. Lamoureux Brothers, Dave and Jeff Lamoureux, Sketch. Jake Huffman. Oh, yeah. There's a whole crew of older guys. M. Bob, uh, you know, Gary Lane, the Metalhead Kid. I mean, my mom ran the teen center, so I was around a lot oh, okay. of these older punker guys. Where was that? 242 Main. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it was, like, really a show venue, right? Or maybe they would do shows at night more so. Yeah, they would do punk shows on the weekend, and then during the week it would be more like a spot for kids to hang out after school, pool table. You know, yeah. they had some French fries and soda pop. And yeah, it was kind of like a like a boys and girls club type deal, but not quite as glorified. Yeah. <laughs> so totally, I seen these guys doing uh, riding the big boards. Asked my mom, you know, I, I got to get one of these. Nowhere in Burlington to get boards back then. There was no skate shop. Yeah. So uh, we went to Pure Pop because they were the only place in town that carried Thrasher magazine. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. And they used to have that little thing, the little insert or like two pages where you could order some stuff off it. Yeah. Go to the back of Thrasher, there'd be different uh, board company or board shops where you could order board from Cali, you know? Yeah. Do you remember where you ordered it from? Uh, I'm not sure which spot I ordered it from, but I can remember the board itself. The Veriflex Vetra. Oh, okay. Full, you know, came all as one thing, trucks, wheels, the whole thing. Yeah, that's a classic. I feel like a lot of people your age will say that was their first jam. Yeah. I think we got some kind of alarm going off here. Is that me? Yeah. yeah it's me, but she's not working, <laughs> I say. Yeah, it's all right. We're not perfect. <laughs> um, so that's what's up. So what year, what, what year do you think that was? Oh, uh, that was probably about... Uh, 86, 87. Oh, damn. Something like that. We started getting into it. And uh, the older guys took me under their wing because they knew my mom from the teen center, so everybody's kind of all around hanging out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they took me under their wing, showed me a skate. We used to go back hill boarding with those guys. The Lamro brothers had a big uh, half pipe out in Richmond. Oh, sick. Actually, I remember you used to be able to drive by that on the interstate, I think, right? You'd see it, like, off it to the side. It was actually in the town of Richmond, near the train tracks and the bridge where the people jump off. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so that's a different Swimming. One. Yeah. Near the round barn or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's before my time, but what were their names? Dave and Jeff Lamro. Oh, okay. Eight-foot transitions, two feet of vert. Oh, damn. Uh, the ramp was solid as a rock. Damn, that was like how you first started getting after it, huh? Yeah, you drop in on that and... Yeah, you're good to go. scary. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Were you eating shit at first or what? I mean, I could get up to the top. Took a little while to drop in, get the balls up. Mm -hmm. I know my buddy Josh did it first, Josh Brownlee. Mm -hmm. Original VTS peak homie. Nice. He lives out in Cali now. All right. But uh, that ramp is where they did the first Slam Bam Skate Jam. Oh, damn. There's two sectors of that contest, two days contest. The first one was out in Richmond on the vert ramp. Some of the big boys came up from Boston. You had Metal, Metal Man, Art and Steve Godoy were there. Oh, damn. Some pretty big That's, names. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not sure if Fred Smith was there, but, he, you know, he was one of the crew back then from Boston. I remember Art Godoy, like, sprained his ankle or something trying to 540. Oh, shit. Got all mad, smashed his helmet and all that. And then the next day, they did the uh, comp downtown. Yeah, where was that? Uh, upper block of Church Street. Oh, sick. Uh, like pulled where the, out the little where ramps. Where the fountain used to be and everything. Yep. I don't think that fountain was there at that point. Okay. So they pulled, you know, pull an old car on there with all the stickers on it. Set some little ramps up. Sick. And, uh, yeah, I wonder if there's any, uh, any photos or anything of that. There might be a couple photos bit. hanging out, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously that was before everyone could just pull out their phone and snap something. Yeah, I had to be a real photographer there to get the shots. Yeah. Crazy. So at, so at this point, you know, you're thrashing around. Like, who's your crew? Is it basically just these the older dudes that you were meeting over at the team center? Or? Yeah, I mean, my crew, you know, I got myself, Josh Brownlee, um, Stefan Heiss, who was mentioned with my rep man. Oh, yeah. Some kids from out of town, G-Man, Jeff Brushy comes into the picture. So we had our little younger crew. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely the, the old dudes were holding it down. Yeah. And uh, so was City Hall like a big jam at that point? Or was that City Hall. Like the park? The park. That was definitely a place that got skated. Because yeah. the fountain was good to skate on. Yeah. Uh, but we had some spots, you know. There was the frat banks. Oh, yeah. Right, there, on, right uh, there on Pearl? Or? The, those are the... Um, Dentist banks oh, across yeah. from Pearl Street Beverage. They put those up more like when I was in high school. Okay. Oh, we would skate the frat banks, you know, around the teen center, City Hall Park, mm -hmm. just downtown. Yep. Cool. Cops kicking you out everywhere. Oh, yeah. It, we always talk about this, but it's just funny how much more, like, accepted it is now. You know, I think the last time we were even, like, filming in City Hall a year or two ago, and uh, cops just came through. They literally just walked by us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, "This is insane." Oh yeah, like, we would have been, we would have been running and ducking under every other thing and boards kicking. Yeah. It was their job to uh, catch you skateboarding, yeah. scare you, take your name down. I'm gonna call your mom. This and that. Take your board. Take your board away for sure. Yeah, you couldn't even carry your board inside the mall. Oh, crazy! Now they sell skateboards at the mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember like. Uh, 
there used to be this spot out behind the old Burlington Square Mall. Um, you know, remember when, like, the mm-hmm. Dream Machine, there, the arcade was there mm-hmm. all the way in the back, which is, like, the sketchiest arcade ever. Like, half the video games didn't even work. It was basically, yeah. like, a place people would just go to, like, sell drugs. Um, but right behind it, I don't know if you remember, there used to be that little, like, down slope. Like, sure. right when we went out that door, and, you yeah. know, we'd do little lines there. There was a little ledge off to the, the left side of it, too. Yeah, they really didn't like you skating around there because they had their own security at the mall. Yeah. So they get on you quick. Yeah, I remember we'd we have, like, two squads, so we'd have, like, you know, one group would be over here, and then the other would be skating, like, off to the side, so, like, they'd come to kick you out here, and then you'd just kind of move over, and they'd be chasing them, and it'd be like this, you know. <laughs> Cat just, and mouse yeah, all exactly. day, yeah. security. Yeah. But you gotta do what you gotta do to skate. Yeah, totally. So, um... Yeah, so around, and then you're getting into DJing, what, or was that around high school, or what time are you starting to really... Yeah, around high school, you know, freshman, sophomore year, I was dabbling with the DJ and stuff. Yeah. They had a setup at the teen center for a while, um, with the DJ and stuff, uh, one of the main dudes that, like, showed me about that stuff was, uh, Paul Bruciano. Okay. Holly Roots. Okay. Rest in peace. Oh, damn. this. Uh... He worked at Pure Pop. He had all the reggae records. Right. He'd invite me over to his house, feed me up some food, show me some records, you know? Show me kind of how it's done and all that. So you went to BHS, or? Yeah, yeah. I went to BHS. Okay. That's what's up. And also, you know, Polly Roots would be playing at these parties. They were about these great basement parties back in the days. Night Rider used to do every Sunday night at his house. Nice. Barbecue during the day. Big old speakers. Hell yeah. Uh, mini DJ booth in the basement, you know, big barrel of beer. I feel like that's like a lost art. Like that, I just don't really think that shit pops off like it used to, you no. know? And it'd be wild. They're all the older guys would be DJing. Some of the, uh, like, a couple Jamaican dudes around town and different guys would get on the mic. K-Don used to do his singing thing. You got pinchers on the mic. Mm. You know. It was a wild time. Some legendary shit. Yeah, huh? I was just a little kid in the corner. Yeah, yeah, taking notes. Taking it all in. <laughs> so. It was pretty heavy, to be honest with you. That's dope. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I mean, things have obviously changed a lot, but here you are still skating all these years later. Yeah. So it's dope. Catch you down. You're like one of the mayors of the uh, A-Dog Park. I see, you know, you and Chris Russo are always down there yeah, holding Russo. it down. Yeah, I respect that. It's pretty cool. Uh Throughout life, you know, it's one thing you could always go back to. Yeah. The old skateboarding. Yeah, have you taken some breaks to it, or have you been going steady, or what? I've been going pretty steady, but obviously I've taken some breaks from, like, just, you know, things happen, working, and get caught up in this and that. Yeah. But I always, I always... You always had a board. Always, always had a board, always skating, man. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to think around when I first remember meeting you, definitely, like late 90s early 2000s yeah well there's a whole gap where i don't live in burlington yeah 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 so where, where were you off to i moved out to colorado in about i'd say 94 uh ethan fortier who does the uh, bomb hole another podcast so you guys might know about oh, yeah the okay. big snowboard one yeah him ollie goulet some of my homies were living out in uh, vale oh sick and they're like you gotta come out and snowboard you gotta come out and shred so yeah now did you grow up here snowboarding as well absolutely yeah where, what was your mountain Bolton yeah. Valley yeah yeah uh, we had boarding house skate shop Andy Coglin. yeah ran the shop so yeah he, shout out to Andy yeah the dog one of the original uh, dudes that came up with the VTSP and helped it all happen oh sick is Andy the dog so yeah for, for people who don't know break down the VTSP for him the VTSP is the Vermont Snowboard, Skate, Smoke, whatever you want to call it, Posse, VTSP. Consists of uh, myself, Josh Brownlee, G-Man, Chris Swires, uh, Jeff Brushy, and a couple other cats. There's a kid, Cole, you know. The original G-Fam right there. <laughs> the original VTSP was like our crew, but then it grew to like VTSP is for everybody. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's, it's for everybody that wants to be part of it. Yeah, I'm sure you Let's had those it. times where people were like, am I down? You're like, yeah. yeah, if you stop asking me, cornball. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, for Here's sure. stickers stuff on your thing. Yeah. But yeah, the boarding house was going strong then. Andy was a pro rider for Burton, so... 
he built his little skate team, Sick. which was me and a bunch of other dudes. Nice. And he would put us in the van. We went all over the place with him. That's what's up. Yeah, you need that. You need that older brother type dude mm-hmm. who's already like established. Who kind of, you know, can take you around. There's at least one in every generation. Yeah, you know and what we I mean? snowboard camp down Strat and bring us along. Every Wednesday night we had a school bus that went up to Bolton. Oh, that's dope. I mean, he really like. Hell yeah. Hooked us up. Fuck yeah. Make sure we Shout have out boards. Bolton. We actually have a new partnership that we're getting going with them. And we, uh, I don't know if you saw, but we did a couple uh, edits up there. We did a, a like a round robin podcast with a bunch of the homies up there. Cool. So yeah, they're, they're giving us full access to the skate park. And yeah, it's just cool. You can go take a little dip in the hot tub after. And, you yeah. know, I haven't got to ride this year yet because I've been injured. But yeah, it's dope. I'll have to get you up there. And, yeah, they have Thrash. a bank slalom event or something coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, the Bob Outs Banks. Yep, shout out to Jake. And That's then what's up. the VTSP crew had a reunion up there last year. It was a blast. Nice. Hopefully that happens again. Hell yeah. Do y'all get like a, get a room or something like that? Or, yep, yeah. uh, one of the guys had a uh, condo up there. Davey Driscoll, VTSP oh, yeah. crew. That's what's up. So we stayed at his condo, a bunch of the other guys. Niceness, Eric Fitzgerald had a room. I ended up crashing over there. It was just a blast yeah. seeing everybody because everybody lives in different places and all that now. Yeah, it, uh, you know, those are things that uh, we tend to take for granted when you're younger. You just think, like, this will be like this forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you get older, people got families and every other thing. And Yeah, it's really nice to see everybody. Yeah, totally. Those reunions are always so special, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're they're few and far between these these days, but, you know, whenever they do happen, yeah. that's dope. But anyway, we're going with my timeline. Yeah. We went to Colorado, live with those guys, eight of us in a uh, condo, full-on snowboard uh, hangout, you know, we got DJ set up in Holly Goulet's bedroom, Sick. doing the thing. Now, were you working up there? I was working up there. I was working at Beaver Creek at the uh, grill, at the, re- at the restaurant. That's my thing. I always work at the restaurants. Yep. So, I got my shredding in, do my... Uh, Grilling, you know, working. It's great, great uh, two winters. I did the first one, came back home, hung out for the summer, decided let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah, and by the end of that second season out there, the season ended, and it was like, uh, am I going to go back to Vermont? And a couple of my homies was like, we're going to California. Mike Savage, that's my dude out in Portland. Okay. Big up Mike. Um, I said, I'll go with you guys. Yeah, what part of Cali was it? So, yeah, we jumped in the car. We drove to San Diego. Right. My buddy Brushy lived out there at the time. Like Ocean Beach? So we arrive at uh, Pacific PV, Beach. Pacific yep. Beach. Yep. And we're looking for an apartment. We stayed with Brushy a little bit. He lived up in Carlsbad or something like that. And then uh, like a week into it or so, we uh, find this apartment. We fill out the paperwork for it. We're going to go get it. And uh, it was already taken. So oh, yeah. we're like, oh, man. Classic. And this kid pops his head out out the window upstairs. Brent Porter. Good friend still. Oh, damn. He's like, you guys are the guys looking for an apartment? And we're like, heck, yeah, that's us. He's like, well, come on up here. Like, I need I need some roommates, you know? Sick. So we ended up living with Brent. That was a synchronicity, huh? Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. and, and me and Brent ended up being great friends. You know, I had some tough times there. I couldn't pay my rent. I was broke. I worked oh, at yeah. Wendy's for a while. We've all been through those. <laughs> yeah. Worked at Wendy's for a while. And uh, landed a job up at Silence Snowboards, where Brent was like the manager. Huh. So I worked up there. What was your role up there? Uh, at first, I was doing the manufacturing. Then I got some kind of infection from all the... Uh, all the chemicals. All the shit. chemicals. Yeah. So they put me in shipping and receiving, all right. which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So working up there, you know, during the day and our weekends were spent down in uh, San Diego. We're like, I seen some, seen some skaters. Yeah, totally. Back then, I mean, I that mean, was when like Chad Muska was at the top, dude, mm-hmm. and he was right there skating. He's that's Chad Muska flying over something. Yeah, Steve Wilson from the Shorties crew. Oh yeah, he was a legend. I mean, uh, Fulfill the Dream was like my first real video that I like. I mean, I'd seen videos before. I think, you know, some of the Plan B stuff and, like, H Street. But, like, mm-hmm. Fulfill the Dream was, like, the first one that, like, I owned. That was, like, mine. Yeah. I had the VHS. I used to watch that shit every day. Welcome to hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This type of stuff. So, being in San Diego and skating around was cool. 
You'd see, uh, you know, the big guys. Yeah, and the weather's perfect, yeah. and all the girls, and you can just go hit the beach. Tyrone Olsen would be skating, Dude, I actually, donger. I actually was uh, hanging out with Tyrone Olsen at Tampa Pro a couple years yeah. ago. You know, we were freestyling together. Yeah, that's what he did. He, <laughs> he lived in Salt Lake, too, and DJed, so we became pretty good friends later on. Yeah, T-Bone. Yeah, T-Bone. <laughs> you see Sean Sheffy. Legend. I mean, there was some... Some wild skating going on. You yeah. see it right, right in front of you. When, I saw Sheffy one time at uh, Embarcadero back in the day, and I like wanted to go say something to him, but he was an intimidating presence. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> always like, "Don't talk to that guy. You're crazy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just kind of like, I just feel like staring at him. And then he'd look at me, and I'd just look at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so San Diego was a blast. Yeah, how long did you stay out there for? I was probably there for about two years, and I met some kids from uh, Salt Lake City. Okay. Uh, my buddy Pat, a couple different kids, and I knew Ethan and all the guys I lived with in Colorado had moved to Salt Lake, so I went up there a couple times and visited. Yep. Kind of like the vibe, you know, good skate scene there. Yeah, a lot of concrete parks and shit at that yeah. time. Yeah, there was more street skating for me yeah. at that time. I don't know if all the parks are in there yet, but I wanted to snowboard some more, so I headed back there, but I ended up living with a, in a skate house downtown Salt Lake debauchery <laughs> debauchery there you go again um, you know Heidi was the Heidi LaHolly ran the house she's an OG right. uh, friend of mine from Salt Lake it always helps if you can have like the the female in the spot to just yep. help keep everyone in line a little bit <laughs> yeah we fell right into it full skate house yep. we used to go skate at Liberty Park like every day with the boom box and the 40s and just Copying what was going on in the, the boom, videos, the you know what I mean? Days. Yeah. Yeah, so Salt Lake was great. I stayed there for about five years or so. Okay. Working in restaurants, getting some shredding in. Yeah, because I think I remember the first time meeting you, you weren't even living here. You were like right, just I'll, back for a visit or something. I'll pop back for a visit, going back to when you probably first met me. Yeah. Because my family's here and all. And I'd come back and go to Benny's shop and hang out and check on Rep Man because yeah. I always supported his. I was ordering records from him the whole time yeah yeah that was so fun to just you know go down that little memory lane yeah. with Ratman there and one thing I want to say about Ratman that you guys didn't really sit on uh, talk about is he rips his skating oh yeah he's like he, he'll attack something I wouldn't even like want to approach at yeah. full speed go for it get a couple bumps and bruises but clear it yeah and yeah. make it Ratman shreds. Hell yeah! Thanks for all the shout outs, Ratman. <laughs> yeah, you are the shit. Uncle <laughs> X Rat. Yeah, I love reading the comments. Like, just you know, there's always like, there's like that core group of people. I feel like watch all these episodes, and you know, you are shout out, and um, you know, and then there's like people check it because such and such is on or whatever. And sure, just reading some of the the X Men's X Rats comments or whatever. Pretty classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good little podcast you got going. I think it's great. Yeah. So you, uh, so you, have, you said you have there are five of you, five kids in your family. Yeah. So I think I know. I know your brother, and you have one sister or two. I have uh, three sisters. Three. Okay. Two brothers. Okay. Yep. So yeah, yeah Benny, he's here in town still, and running yeah. for my audiovisual, doing his thing. He's doing good. My older brother Jonah lives in Brooklyn. He's holding it down out there. Um, I. Younger sister Mandy lives back here. Okay, yeah. And then I got Emily out in California. She's got a family. And then Johanna lives out in New Hampshire. All right. And she is married to Dave Corey, and they got two kids also. Crazy. Luke and Leona. Shout hey. out to all the kids. Shout out to Lawrence. That's what's <laughs> up. Got the posse. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just kind of, I guess not really going back, but talk a little bit about the difference between, like, you know, because obviously when you're coming up in skating back then, like there were no, there was maybe one video a year would come out, mm -hmm. you know, and like you know, you sure you had the thrashers and whatever, but mm -hmm. like nothing like today where you go online and there's just a thousand parts and you know no. skating's acceptable. So like, yeah, just about the just the differences and the disparity between like, you know, how it was and how it is. And well, I'll tell you what, the equipment was different, the boards were different. When I first skated, kickflips didn't exist. You know, it was more just like foot plants and all this type of stuff. Yeah, a lot of training. Yeah, our video that we somehow got a hold of was the Vision Gator. Oh, okay. Gator. I can't Vision remember the name, but I know the song. I know the the video. Gator was about. the star of it. You know, yeah. Lester Kasai was in there. 
all that type of stuff. Then there was the Powell videos that came along. Yeah, which we, were like super monumental at the time. Yeah, we would watch those over and over. It's more like quarter pipes, jump ramps. And like more produced too, right? Like as soon as those Bones Brigade and like Powell videos started coming out, like I feel like they were just a lot, you know, because they had Stacey Peralta and like, Yeah, you know, those ones were more like kind of like a movie, movie type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But yeah, you had, you know, you, other people have said it, but you had kind of like the clean cut stuff going on with the Powell and this and that. And then the magazines, you'd see like the Zorlax, yeah. the Hash, you know. Yeah, I remember, uh, like, Big Brother and uh, what was that other magazine that was, like, similar to that? We were, it was just, like, their whole point was to just not be clean. Mm -hmm. While you were sleeping? Mm, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. There was Big Brother and then there was a snowboard one that was similar vibe to it with, like, you know, Ron Jeremy interview or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I remember I used to not be allowed to have skate mags because I'd, like, bring them to school. I think I got caught with one one time, and it was, like, yeah, Big Brother or something, and it had, like, teddies and, yeah. you know, every other thing that you yeah. weren't supposed to have. So I, was, <laughs> I got reprimanded for that, for sure. Yeah. So it slowly evolved from the big boards into, like, you know, Natus comes out with the kickflip, and now everybody's trying that. The boards kind of start changing with the barnyard board, I think it is, with the dual tip. Yeah. Bigger noses. People are trying different things. Yeah. Wheels getting a little smaller. Yeah, I was going to say, wheels used to be huge. You know, even when I first started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the wheels were so... And the boards were just so heavy. It's no wonder nobody was, like, really doing flip tricks because the things weighed, like, 50 yeah, pounds. You hardly do it. Yeah. But, yeah, it slowly switches to the uh, smaller boards and all that. I kind of stayed with the older stuff. Even, like, in Salt Lake, when we go street skating all the time, I was considered, like, the old dude. I could do slappies and all this stuff. The kids would be like, what are you doing, dude? It's funny how slappies are, like, have come back in the last couple so, of yeah, years. So, yeah, going back to what you're yeah. saying, everything kind of... I see all these kids doing these older tricks, maybe catching an eye, like, whoa, he did a little layback. What is that? I'm going to learn that. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. All kind of goes in a circle or all blends into one thing. Yeah. Yeah, you get to a certain like it gets to a certain point where you, there, it gets so crazy, then it's like almost like sensory overload, and then people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna take it back to some basics," you know? Yeah. Because I've always said like, it's dope when people are doing these crazy tech things, and like I was more of like a tech skater than any type of gnarly, but also there's mm -hmm. something to be said for someone just doing the simplest shit, but just with steez. That's right. You know, it's like to me that's what it's about. Like I'd rather watch Josh Kalis like push down the street than. Some kid tried to do, you know, some crazy trick looking like he's having a fucking seizure while he's doing yeah. it, you know, so. Yeah, it's pretty interesting for sure. So how long did you stay out west, like, after Salt Lake? At what point did you come back this way? It was about 2005, 2006. About 2005, I moved down to Florida with my girlfriend at the time. And that kind of, like, kind of fell apart, but uh, I spent, like, a year down there. Which was some good skating down there also. I was in like Clearwater Beach, Tampa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I got to skate like, what is it, Tampa Pro Bowl in the in the hood. Yeah, yeah. And then so, 686 Skate Park in Clearwater. It was a okay. big indoor one. All right. I used to go there quite a bit. Yeah, you, you, so I was living in Miami for years, but I go to the Tampa Am. And mm -hmm. Most recently, the Tampa Pro, like, you know, probably been 10 or 15 times at this point. Yep. So. That's a big warehouse in Tampa. Yep, they're still going strong. Shout out, Spot, yep. Skate Park of Tampa. But Clearwater was pretty cool for skating. I asked some of the guys at the skate shop where the pools were, and they sent, up, sent me down to Cleveland Street. Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> to some hotels. There's two empty pools at one hotel. Yeah. And this did, is like in a rough neighborhood. Yeah, like, did they were they were they fucking with it or were you allowed to You were allowed to do it. Yeah. The you lady, were the least of their worries. Yeah. <laughs> the lady they told me you just gotta be respectful, check in with the lady, she'll tell you you can skate. The skaters actually like clean the glass out of the pools and, you know, paint over the graffiti. So she let us skate there. Yeah. And she kept them empty for insurance reasons. Ugh. So it was like, you know, you're skating, there's stuff going on, there's like people selling crack or whatever, yeah. all happening around you, but it was cool, some really nice pools down there. Hell yeah, yeah, well, the last time I was in Tampa, I was with uh, Adam Provost and Jay Rich, shout out the boys, yep. and uh, we ended up going to Clearwater like our last night or whatever, and we stayed in some little ghetto motel there. And you we know were what just, I'm talking about. Yeah, we were just <laughs> yeah, we were skating all around the Clearwater. I think that's where like Scientology is from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like a big pyramid. Yeah, 
So whatever like, their book is, huh? Yeah, some weird ass building with like. You yeah. Just, you just know there's some fishy shit going on in there. I even skated at a skate park that was part of a church. Yeah, actually, I sort of remember like in the '90s, like skate parks would have these little pop up. Or uh, churches, churches would have these little pop-ups. Yeah, and vice versa, totally. Really weird. I think it was kind of their way to be like, all right, well, that's what these kids are trying to do. Maybe this is how we can get them. Trying to suck them in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, down to St. Pete's and all that. But once that went, you know, I came down to a end. I made my way back up here. I got a ride with my friends, and we um, drove straight from... They 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 uh, had a U-Haul truck, so I put my stuff in the U-Haul truck, and I took their car. Oh, okay. Cousin Dave, Michaela. Yeah. Rep man mentioned cousin Dave. Yeah. That's Justin Boyce's cousin. And uh, they gave me their car, and they're like, "All right, we'll meet you in New York because we're moving to New York." Mm-hmm. So I, I I got in the car. I went to Kona Skate Park. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Skate. I don't know, it's Kona, I think it's still there. Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like the first skate park, right? That was awesome, yeah. it was like the 70s snake around that giant wall. Yeah, yeah. But you skate the wall, I couldn't even get up on it. Yeah, yeah. And that, then I've seen pictures of people doing stuff off the top. Yeah, it's P- P- I saw there was some tour video, it's uh, slipping my mind right now, but yeah, where people were like shredding that thing, and I've seen that, that thing in person, and it's in fucking gnarly. It's gnarly. It's like 17 feet, <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Yeah. So I skated for like five or six hours, dripping drip sweat, got back in their car, and just went. I got to about, I don't know, Washington, D.C. or something, pulled over, crashed out for a little while, got back up, and then hammered it all the way to New York. Yeah, I've done that trip from, uh, we've actually, because we used to go down to Miami like every winter, and I've driven from Burlington, Vermont to Miami nonstop, <sighs> countless times. It's stars. a rough one. Yeah. I mean, usually there'd be a couple of us, you know, we'd have, we'd switch up. Remember, Colin Hale and I were like the drivers often, so. Yep, that's cool. Yeah, pack everyone in the van. Those guys are still ripping. Colin yeah. Hale killing the contest the other night. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, showed up in New York, and it's like 6 in the morning. So I'm going to call my contacts, but I'm like, well, I can't call my contacts. It's like yeah, 6 in the morning. Yeah, everyone just went to bed. <laughs> so again, I got my skateboard. I head down to Brooklyn Banks. Sick. Had my morning there. Skating I heard breaks. they're trying to, uh, I just saw an interview where uh, Steve Rodriguez is trying to bring back the Brooklyn Banks. They're trying to, like, work with the city to, like. Awesome. Yeah. I just, hope they build the upper banks. Yeah. We used to go about down there when I was way younger in the 80s. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The upper skate. banks where you could go over up into the highway. Yeah, over the barrier. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was classic. Uh, I skated the banks one time, like, way back in the day. Just, like, a couple basic ass tricks into it, but, yeah. yeah the wall ride there at the bottom. Yep. Yeah, and I stayed down in New York for a month or two, hanging out with my brother, my friend Bobo, De- Devil Dan, Sick. the whole crew down there, and then I made my way up here. Yeah. 2006. Yeah, what would you think of the uh, like the skate scene at that time in New York? Because, like, think it's, I mean, New York's obviously always busy, and shit's always happening, but, like, you know, when you're skating New York City, you're not, like, really going to, like, a spot to skate. Like, you're skating no. the city, you know? All like, things. Yeah, you're just cruising everywhere. And it really reminded me of the way we came up, because not having any parks here. Right. You know, it's just, you just skate the whole city. That's, That's like all, what you the did. the coolest thing about it. You can go to one spot, just keep cruising. Yeah. Hit something else for another second, go over here. Got the posse, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing quite like that. Just pushing through traffic with the whole squad. Yeah, New York is one great place to skate. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, right when you get back, what, like, where are you at? You kind of like, you know, you were in a rebuilding kind of? Yeah, kind of a rebuild zone. Uh, you know, Benny, my brother, took me in. Had some cheap rent for a while. We we're living right there on Maple Street. Yeah, I remember that spot. Yeah, started yeah. working out of Three Tomatoes on Church Street, getting back into the restaurant thing, mm-hmm. and just kind of like meeting everybody again that I already knew or new people, new faces in Burlington. Yeah. We used to go out to see A Dog every whatever it was, Wednesday night, hip hop night. Yeah, every Thursday at Red Square. Thursday at Red Square, we go see him after work or whatever. Start rubbing shoulders with all the uh, Burlington crew. Mm-hmm. And we've been skating a little bit. Though we go down the waterfront skate park they had there. Yeah, I miss that old park, honestly. I mean, I know the new ones, it's better for people, but, you know, that other one was my jam. Yeah, and I knew about you guys because... Uh, Betty or my mom would send the videos out to Salt Lake. Oh, yeah. I had a... Piece of time. Piece of time. Yeah. So I was familiar, like, who Kyle was and Sean Stam. Yeah. I knew him from watching all the videos, but I really never really met all you guys. Yeah. I had Neary's video that came before you guys. Beerlington. Beerlington. Yeah, so Beerlington was, like, right around the time I started filming, probably, like, 2002. Okay. 
That might have even came out in 2001, but yeah, I started filming in like 2002. Yeah. The A-Dog and Herb, Herb George. Herb, the, uh, oh yeah, Herb George. Yeah. Herb George Herb is part of uh, the same. Yeah, Herb was uh, the art director at uh, Etnies for a while. Mm-hmm. And actually, he was back this summer. I was actually trying to get him on the show, but our schedules didn't line up. I seen him for like five minutes with fireworks. Yeah. He was watching the fireworks, and I live right there. He's like, yo, I'm coming over to check you. I'm right outside your door. I was like, nice, dude. With George Cavella, another big player in the Burlington scene back in the day. He worked at the B-side. Yeah, totally. Yep, Raybon. Yep. Yeah, I'm hoping to get Raybon and Darren Neary. You know, we got some good ones going mm-hmm. to be coming through here. We got uh, Big Dog supposed to be coming on on, nice. uh, on Monday. Which... Big Dog's man. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Darren, those guys always invite me to go skate still. Yeah. Which is great, but they're, like, freaking really good. Yeah. I always hurt myself when I skate with these guys because I try to, like, keep up with them. I wonder where they're going because, like, anytime I'd go to the barriers, you know, like the old tent park spot, the barriers, they'd, you know, they'd be there all the time. That was a little hangout. And now that shit got torn down. What a shame. Yep, so they could build the, they could build the, uh, the highway there. Which yep. finally, it's it's mind blowing to me that after all these years, they're finally building it. It's like, finally gonna do it. It's been like thirty years of it, and then we finally get yep. we get a bunch of stuff built there. We've been kind of becoming a little spot, a little skate spot. Yeah. Well, I like to look on the bright side. Hopefully, all the uh, construction that they do do, there'll be some skate spots in there. Yeah. Maybe some staircases or some. Well, it's it's a classic thing too, where it's like you know they knob a spot, and then it's like oh, and now people just like you either rip them off or you know you find a new way to skate it and it's like you can't stop skating if anything That's you're right. just helping the evolution of it yeah you know i remember there used to be these ledges and there'd be like there'd be like a ledge here that everyone skated and then one that was a little bit higher that no one skated and then they capped one of them <laughs> and so then everyone just started skating the taller ledge and it's like you know, yeah you, exactly you just helped the progression <laughs> years later we ripped it off i mean i actually uh i'm the one who allegedly unknobbed uh, the courthouse when they first did that. Okay. And uh, I actually kind of fucked up some of the ledges, so sorry, guys, but, you know, at least you can skate it now. But yep. it just made it, you know, it made it gnarlier. And, like, it's like, you know, it's like you're not going to stop us from skating the courthouse. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I feel like it was just the mani pad way back in the day, and then they built the ledges. Oh, yeah? Like, the ledges were not really always there. Okay, I mean, they were there as long as I can remember, yeah. but, I mean, I'm only going back to, like, 96 or whenever I moved up here. They're kind of high. Yeah, well, it's funny because you got the smaller ones, but the smaller ones are like, you know, you can like, your board can go over and you can slip in. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other ones are kind of wide. Yeah. And people yeah. have all in the thing, right? Yeah. From one to the next? Yeah, yeah. I know Ethan Endorf, uh, gap to front tailed it. That's a pretty big challenge. Yeah. I want, if you I'd go like, there look at yeah, it. Yeah, I'd like to see, uh, like see some of the young bucks yeah. step it up, you know? Let, that would be a nice spot to see yeah. some little footy go down. Yeah, let's push that progression. Yeah, we definitely get a couple courthouse sessions uh, every year, even still, because it's just, you know, it's nostalgic, and it's like, yeah. you know, Link with Oliver, Kyle, or, you know, some of the homies we are skating with there in the 90s. And That's a great spot. Yeah. Yeah, Oliver's still hitting it. Yeah. He'll show up in the park, and people say, who's this guy? And he starts... Yeah, let me borrow your board. Yeah. Starts kick flipping in his Timberlands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's freaking. He's good too. Yeah, Ollie's been good. He's been good. He's a really good snowboarder too. Actually, yeah. like he was on like Ambiguous and like a couple other companies back in the day. Yeah, he's one of the main players down there at the park too. Yeah, I like seeing the old crew. So yeah, that was fun. We got uh got to judge the contest together and hang the other day. Yeah, yeah that was great. That was, you know, just the whole day was. Yeah, it was just awesome to see everyone come together for talent and all that. But yeah, I love that they had you know you and Russo, some of the OGs, just helping judge and. Yeah, that yeah. was a great event. Hope they do it again. Uh, I thought it went phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just seeing like all the different kids, you know, starting with the little jits and mm-hmm. all the way up. You know? We got some real rippers in town now. Yeah, totally. Even some of the homegirls were shredding for sure. Yeah. Now, were there any girls skating back in the day when you were coming up? Or? In Burlington, not so much. I wish I could remember one or two, but yeah. I don't really think there was many girls doing it, which is, you know, it's really nice to go to the park nowadays and see, like, these big groups of girls all going for it and shredding. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. Skateboarding's for everybody. It shouldn't be, like, just the cool guys or just this crew yeah it doesn't matter like i i try to tell people that there's no rules in skateboarding yeah yeah they used to tell us like we were 
you know, you, you'd have like the the fresh versus yeah. the hash and all. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? It's just skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we got homies who dress all kinds of ways. Right. Like, you don't have to do it one way. You don't have to do it another way. Yeah. Do it your way. Whatever. If, if you don't want to do that, do this. It's for everybody, and it, it's pretty cool. I thought it was cool when we were judging. Um, I mean, I was mostly like the MC or whatever, but I gave you guys my two cents mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, just to see the different, like, what what people, what everyone likes, you know? Because it's like, you know, for the most part, we'd all be like, all right, homie, got it, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, there's always, like, uh, it's so subjective with skating. It's like, what do you like? You know, it's an art form. Right. It's very hard to judge for, yeah. for the kids that are in the contest. Mm-hmm. Like, one kid might be flying, doing this. But then somebody did this crazy flip thing yeah. and got a better response. Who yeah. are you picking? Like, who's better than that? Who had the style and who stayed on? Right. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's so subjective. It's like, it's like, what are you more into? Like, you know, fine art or graffiti or what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. Judging skateboarding is hard considering everybody does it different. And there are no real, like, rules or regulations. Well, if you go on the internet, everyone's a fucking judge. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're like, people talk so much shit, and I'm just like, yeah, do you realize how hard it is to even step on your skateboard the first time? Like, yeah. anyone who's doing anything on a skateboard, like, props to you, you mm-hmm. know? Because I guarantee, oh, yeah. it's like I always told kids when I was teaching skate camp, or tell their parents, I'm like, they're like, oh, little Joey fell. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna fall. Like, yeah. he, like that's that's part of it. Like, if... If he's a little bitch. This isn't his thing. <laughs> you know not I mean? falling. You ain't trying, right? Yeah. Okay, is that light again? Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about. So you started. Uh, you started Matlock Skate. Yeah, a couple years back, I decided uh, get some boards and uh, start a little company. Why not? First, I was just getting the boards for myself and a couple of my friends because we're sick of paying seventy dollars a deck and shredding through it. And, yeah, uh, and you said you're getting Chapman a couple wood. Of weeks. So yeah, I called up Chapman, Glenn Chapman, down in New York, and he, he accepted my project, no problem. Mm-hmm. And I started getting decks from him, and I'm hand painting the decks. They're all one of a kind. I got them available at Talent Riding High, which is uh, limited hours right now until John gets back, and. Uh, I've got an account down in New York City at Upper West Skates. Big up Chris, Upper West Skates. We're carrying my stuff. I've never really met you in person, but we're homies over the internet or whatever. I'm skating for you. So, yeah, we're just going to keep it bubbling as long as Glenn sells me boards. And yeah, and you do all the art for him? Yep, I nice. do all the art. It's, uh, like I said, one of a kind. Each one are hand-painted. Sick. Now, do you have any, uh, do you have, like, anywhere people can order online, or they just got to go hit the shops, or...? You can hit the shops, or I'm on Instagram. Okay. So you can DM me on Instagram, and I'll meet up with you, or I can Matt ship Lock, one out. Matt Lock Skates on Instagram? Uh, just Lock Skates. Lock Skates. On Instagram. Okay. And I'll send a board out to you or whatever. Just DM me. Sick. I'll send you some pictures of the boards, and yeah. that's how we do it. We got the T-shirts, stickers, and all that stuff. That's dope. You go go support the homie, cop yep. one up. Yeah, we're just kind of spreading, spreading the love. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that. that's like, how it, it's supposed to be and, like, how it started, you know? It's just, like, homie doing artwork on the boards and yep. getting out to a couple of the homies and yep. shit grows, you know, little by little. Yeah, I'm not going to quit my day job yet, but yeah. it's my passion and uh, my hobby and something I really enjoy doing, so. Yeah. And it's I've gotten a good response. Thanks to everybody that's helping me out and giving me support. Hell yeah. Anybody that's ever bought a board from me, Put, their, put my sticker on your board. Thank you. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was dope, too. You were uh, one of the sponsors for the talent event, and so you gave out some product, and I remember we were, like, trying to figure out who gets what prizes, mm-hmm. and we had the homie uh, Juan Carlos from uh, Colombia. We yeah. were like, who should get this board? You're like, well, obviously, I want to see this Matlock board or this lock board. And, uh, it's going international. It, it, yeah, it's going to Colombia, so, yeah, he was hyped. Yeah, like um, I have no problem sponsoring events, throwing T-shirts or whatever. I gave some to uh, Joey Handy's event up in Johnson, the fundraiser there. Yeah. And then I donated a deck for the one in Bolton for the Waterbury mm-hmm. fundraiser. So. Yeah, yeah, shout out, Joey. Yeah, I'm just yeah. about hooking it up and making it happen. Yeah, and it's funny, like, you get a little older, and it's like, obviously, we're not rich, but if you can do little things here and there for the scene, it's like, you know, kids will remember. Yeah, you like, got it. Like we remember. You know? That's like, right. It means a lot to some kids, you know? Oh, yeah. You give them a sticker or a T-shirt, 
And a month or two later, they call you up. Hey, what's going on? I told my friend about your company, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, just- I mean, even when I was talking uh, on Red's episode, like, you know, I was always like, that was my first sponsor. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, in reality, they probably gave me, I don't know, whatever, five boards over the time. It's still like, right. I'll forever remember that, you know? Yeah. So that was dope. Yeah. I'm happy to hook the kids up. Yeah, where do you get your uh, inspiration for the designs? The designs? Yeah. Um, just from different stuff I'm looking at. I like a lot of like signs, like street signs and something I can put on there that's not super difficult that I could actually do because I don't consider myself like some crazy artist. So I don't know. Yeah. Front graffiti, different magazines and stuff, just different logos I'll see. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's what's up. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it looks like you brought some photos here. You want to break some of these down for us? Yeah, I brought some photos of me and uh, Josh skating back in, jeez, I don't know. Looks like 89 or something. Okay. There's one up at the university. I had posted a couple of these on Instagram for the okay. students. So this later, this spot here later ended up having the ledge that came down right here that Greg Fox did back tail shove and right. Colin Hale, no side nolly, healed out in a piece of time. So yeah, right. look at that, dude. You're... Look at your face too. That's it's a little awesome right. enough. You can, if you can see right in on that. And but. just you know, just to let it be known, I didn't ollie up there. You could like stand up there and slide down. Yeah, it's <laughs> all good. <laughs> this is me and Josh downtown. You can recognize that oh, spot. Oh, democracy. So we go ahead and set Look the at that. set the jump ramp right there and just fly off that puppy. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, democracy. That was one of the first sets I ever kick flipped. Right, that little handrail there, we just hit that little rail. Yeah, I got thrashed on that thing. Now, Josh lived right behind the Flynn. Oh, okay. So that was our, like, hangout, all the skaters. Were all right. There. There's me on Church Street getting a little grinder. Oh, damn. I'm trying to even picture exactly where That's that That's probably, be. like, in front of Looning's. Look at you, always had the face, huh? You got <laughs> like, ah. something for the, for the camera, right? Yeah, that's fresh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Another jump ramp shot. Do you know who shot all these? Um, just like a random homie? Mary Gallagher. Oh, okay. She was a photographer friend of my mom's that she followed us around for a day. Look That's at why that. These... Is that a fast plant? What are you doing? Uh, man, fast plant? I don't know what you call that. Madonna or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kick Look out. Yeah, democracy used to be the jam, dude. Looks like you got that gap at the end of that sidewalk. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember Ethan Endorf followed it. Yeah, you got it. And shred the red. There's another one solo coming off the stairs. Damn, dude, you're catching some air out there. You know, ask <laughs> about my boy right here. You can find out. It's the 80s, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. There's uh, the three set that you guys have much footage in your videos. Oh, yeah, big three. Look at that, dude. This might be You might be the first one early grabbing it. Early grabbing the Big three at UVM. You, know, you guys did a lot of stuff over that one. Hell, yeah. In your vids. Uh, just a couple more. There's another one at what you called the month. Democracy, yeah, that's what we always ran it as. What'd you guys call it? Courthouse. Oh, all right. So, all right. Yeah, I mean, it is the federal courthouse, right? Wall ride up at the university somewhere. Oh, did this do the hospital somewhere? Yeah, that I think that was gone by the time I was getting after it. Look at that board, too. Damn, that's sick. That's pretty old. Oh, yeah. The last one there, an invert back at Josh's house. Oh. You can see his natus. Oh, yeah. There. No, shout out. No, so that's back of the Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thanks for sharing that stuff, bro. Of course. I had to bring something. Some legendary stuff right there, bro. Absolutely. So yeah, you're, uh, so you and Russo will be kind of holding it down for the older generation down there now. You worked with him at some point? Were you at Bento or? Yep. I worked yeah. for about a year at Bento with him. He showed me how to make sushi and all that in between. Uh, I worked at the Farmhouse El Cortillo group. Okay. And then I worked with uh, Russo for about a year. We became good friends. Nice. And then when he shut the place down, I went my way. He went his way. But yeah, skateboarding brought us back together. Obviously, we'll always be friends. Totally. So we're always down there skating. He's down there cleaning the park. I still see a bento sushi somewhere though. It's like, is he not involved with that? Or he He's not involved with that. He sold it to his old partner who okay. ended up opening. Uh, the big sushi place on Cherry Street. Oh, right across from where the B-side used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I've been so in there. that's yet, the guy that trained Chris in New York. I remember uh, back in the day, that used to be Burlington Billiards. That's right. Yeah. Big pool hall. Yeah, that place was sick. Yeah, it was cool. 
I'm not sure you were really supposed to go in there when you were underage, but they'd, like, let you if you were with, like, a parent or something. Nice. But I just remember, yeah, people would be, like, ripping butts right up in there. And, yeah, it was, it was super dark. It was, like, it was like a shady pool hall, like like yeah. the shit you hear about, not, like, the shit <laughs> these days where it's, like, come on, Dad, it's all good. Like, no, like, it was, like... Cherry Street Billiards. Yeah, it was seedy. That's what it was, it was called. Yeah, yeah, there. okay. It was seedy. <laughs> yeah, I guess Burlington Billiards was the other one, but, um... Yeah, it was definitely like there's some characters up in there. Yeah, but we're still still holding it down, working up at UVM now. Always doing the restaurant stuff, so that's great. Yeah, do you work for Sodexo? Or? I work for Sodexo. Nice. The reason I tell everybody I love that job so much is when the kids are gone, I'm gone. Yeah, you get summers so I get off, summers off, Christmas off, and all that, and you 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 can't find that in the restaurant work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, you're working those days in the restaurant. Do you work with uh, Sullivan with Justin? Um, I know he works for one of their places up there. You might, I might have worked with him like a year or two ago. I'm not sure what unit he's in. Yeah, but that gives me time off to hang out with my girlfriend. Yeah, I got to give her a shout out, Irene, and my dog Trudy. Nice, that's my little family. So hell yeah, I just thought I'd give them a shout out for sure. Yeah, can't forget about the lady (laughs) and the pup. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. So, uh, so now at this point, you've been back, you know, what, not quite 20 years or whatever. Yeah. You liking being back up here in Vermont? I love it. I love the community. I like how anything I want or anything, you know, is right at my fingertips. Walking down the street, I recognize people. It's just, it's really nice. Yeah, because, I mean, I've moved away numerous times, you know, and always just come back, and it's like... I think it's hard for people who aren't from here or don't know about here to really quite mm-hmm. understand. They're like, wait, what do you mean you go there and for six months a year it's fucking brick? And, like, you know, yeah. it's like there's just something special that unless you, like, come out and you're with the with the squad and you really get to understand, like you're saying, you know, mm-hmm. you walk down Church Street, you're like, hey, big dog, what up, yeah. rat man, what up? You know, like, and it's just that, it's just that thing. Like, you know, we have a good skate community up here. Yeah, good I music mean, scene. We got a dog day every summer. Anybody from out of town should come check that out. It's a great time. Yeah, we got the tenth anniversary of a dog day coming up, which is fucking crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, talk a little bit about just like knowing Andy, because I mean, basically every episode we pay some kind All of right. homage to Andy. So yeah. All right. A dog was definitely the homie. Like everybody's gonna say, you know, he was St. Albans kid. He used to come down here to Burlington, kind of the little the little homie rolling around watching us and I'll tell you one story that Adog told me I'm gonna be choked up here but uh, uh, we were having a party at 10 Peru Ratman, Stefan uh, Simon Brody all the punkers Yeah. but even though everybody was in punk bands we would always bring the DJ thing and we would play dance music cause it's a, you know rap cause it's a party Yeah. you know the girls to dance around and we're all gonna have a good time so we're giving the flyers out. Uh, A-Dog got a hold of the flyer, and he comes to the party, sitting in the corner just watching, and we're doing our DJ thing, you know. And he's just watching and watching, and I didn't think much of it, whatever. Years later, when I moved back to town, he was telling me, he's like, yo, man, that night I was watching what you guys were doing, and that was like my inspiration. I saw you guys put the Smith & Wes in over the... Beat Nuts, and I think it was Beat Nuts show that you and Rhett Man were talking about the other night. Artifacts and Beat Nuts. Oh, okay. Club Toast. All right, all right. And, uh... Shout out Psycho. That's me <laughs> <only> right there. <laughs> A-Dog took that. He was telling me about it. I was like, dude, I never realized that. He's like, yeah, like, you, Rhett Man, that was it. Like, I saw you guys do that, and I went over to St. Albans, and I hooked up my record player and my cassette thing, and I just tried to do it and do it and do it. Yeah. Then apparently later on he meets up with Rat Man and Patty and gets on the real techniques and goes from there. But yeah, I just remember him always kicking around, being the nicest kid way back in the day. And then when I come back to town, he was nothing but arms open, you know. Yeah, best uh, dude. Always accepting anything I had to say. Sometimes at Red Square, I'd go over and be like, "Dude, you need to play," you know. Uh, candy coated raindrops right now yeah. the dance floor is dying he'd be like alright play it and they look at me and be like damn Matty you were right so yeah we were always you pretty close my first rodeo yeah Andy's special character always giving away the CDs yeah dude I wish I'd held on to more of those mixes if anybody has extra copies of any of those <laughs> hit me up Travis Card 100 yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, fuck, I'm so glad you came through, man. It's been a good-ass time. What, um, 
So what do you see going forward? Got any big plans for Matlock beyond, or for Lock Skates beyond just keep doing the... We're going to keep it going. Um, I'm going to try to reach out to a couple more shops. Any shops out there that may be interested, check me out on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, get some more gear. You think it will always just be you doing the art, or...? Hmm. At the, at the beginning, I was going to have different people doing it, but then I was like, well, i got to pay all these people... Yeah. And it's kind of confusing to get these one-offs. But I would be interested in, in in accepting art from other people to maybe make a T-shirt. Yeah. Or maybe make, like, 20 of one deck or 40 of one deck with a silk screen. So yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because the, uh, the kinda, markup on boards is so little, it's not like you really make shit off right. of it anyway. So it's like you try to pay someone for design. At that point, you're like, no, right. no I'm spending money. If I'm going to pay somebody for a design, we will use it on numerous things. Yeah. Like a batch of t-shirts or something, so. Totally. Yeah, that's kind of up in the air. Nice. Yeah, the whole, uh, anytime you try to make your passion into, like, a business, you know, that's when it's, like, gets a little iffy. You're like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, there's not, I have nothing against it. But, you know, even, like, with this show, we're like, oh, taking on sponsors, and it's, you know, it's always just that, like, eh, yeah. yeah, maybe, like, if... If, if they're down with what I'm doing. <laughs> you got to be ready. Yeah. Because if you are going to do it, all of a sudden people are start, starting to call and, you know, things yeah. start happening. You got to be ready to Step do it. it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that being said, I just want to encourage anyone who hasn't subscribed, if you could do that. We're uh, trying to build that up there. So thank you for everyone who watches this on a regular basis or even just once in a while. We appreciate y'all. As always, uh, shout out to Sean Mesha, you know, the man behind the scenes. That's my dog right there. Um, and yeah, GFAM, you know who you are. So yeah, thank you for the support. It's been dope. Um, yeah, and I'm so hyped that you came through and just telling us about some of the history. I mean, now, I, I'd like to think I've been in it for a minute, but you're dropping all these names like I haven't even heard of 90% of these people. So obviously, mm-hmm. you're one of the pioneers. So I want to thank you for just. I appreciate you know, it. Putting down the roots of it out here. Yeah. I mean, Burlington's a great place. It was awesome in the 80s. There's so many people that came before me. There's so many people I didn't even mention. A lot of my pet friends that have passed away. I don't even want to get into that. But, like, you know, Gary Stanton. Oh, I yeah, mean, that's the OG right there. It, 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 the list is pretty long. Imbob, you know. So all my homies rest in peace. And anybody I didn't mention... Thank you for everything you ever done for me. And yeah. if you ever need something, give me a call. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, so, we, you know, we had Hannah, Hannah from Talent on here. And she was talking about how she would come in from Colchester with Raybon and all that. Mm-hmm. How, like, Carrie was always, you know, the man with the, with the swag and all yep. that. So, yeah. Definitely. Dave Powers, rest in peace. He was a super ripper. Went to high school with him. Yeah, so I noticed you guys were dragging around that launch ramp to places. What, did you just throw it on your board and just... Yeah, we got the idea from the Powell video, I think. You push it on your board, Yeah. push it uptown, push it across the street, push it up against the wall. And at that point, it's like, it's not quite as easy to run from the cops and shit, because you got your ramp there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a couple spots, like that courthouse, they kind of let us go there. And in back of Josh's house, next to the way station, back of the Flynn there... That was, like, almost, like, our territory. I'm trying to picture where that would even be. So, like, where the parking garage is now, or? A uh, little ways down from, like, Club Toast. Okay. That same block. Oh, all right. Like, down, that. like down where Big Dog lives, or what? Yeah, the block before Big Dog's. Okay. In the way station, which is, like, the homeless shelter thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, you're talking, like, right behind Big Daddy's there. Exactly. Yeah. That was a brand. At one point, they ripped down a building and paved it all new. Okay. So we had a quarter pipe back there. There's actually was... a ledge that cuts through. You know, if you go in the back of there, there's like this ledge. It's like a big green out ledge that no one's yeah. ever hit that someone should step up to. Interesting. There's also like a curved rail there that I know Sean Stem tried to tried to hit once upon a time. But uh, there's a couple of gems over there that I'd like to see someone check off. So this is a direct challenge from your boy. To... <laughs> Want to see some footage, send it to me. We'll send you a T-shirt or something. Um, But, yeah. Also, I want to remind everyone, we do still have Golden Hour shirts. I think there's a couple iHomie shirts. If you go to goldenhourvt.com. And uh, we appreciate your support, obviously. 
I like to joke about how we're making money, but we're really not, and that's not what it's about, although it would be nice, but hey, you know, it'd be cool. Every time we get one order, it means a lot to us, so, you know, jump on there, and uh, yeah, your support is more than, you know, appreciated. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if there's any, like, specific shout-outs you want to give to anybody. I know you talked about some of the heads, but mm -hmm. as we try to wrap up a little bit here, because I know... You know, people got lives and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, just people that have been having my back throughout the years, you know. I'll give a shout-out to Greg Swires out at Seattle Print Shop for doing my shirts and all that and helping me out with some graphic designing. That's, that was, that's huge. And uh, just my fam, all my little nephews, nieces, cousins, everybody. Hell yeah. Uncle Matt says, <laughs> I love you. Hey, hey, that's right. That's what's up. I'm an uncle as well. There's, you know, I mean, I'm a dad now too, but yep. being an uncle's fun because, you know, you get to kind of spoil them and then, <laughs> then you go home. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get your brother Benny on at some point. I don't know. Benny, this is uh, an open invitation to you, so. All right. Maybe catch you on a Vermontrepreneur's episode or something like that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, go cop, uh, lock, skate over at Talent or Riding High or somewhere. Yep. Um... I guess the last thing I kind of want to talk about is just uh, from the business side of it, how you, I mean, I mean, you've had relationships with these people, but how are you like approaching shops and whatever to carry your, to carry your stuff? So far, I've had kind of an in with all of them. Although Upper West Skates, I just kind of cold called him. My one friend had helped him do some stuff, put his uh, skate racks up. So I kind of had a small connection, but yeah, I just cold call him. And let him know what's going on. And are you like sending photos or? I would send some photos of the decks, you know. Let him know that I'm an old school skater and I, it's a skater owned business, which I totally back anybody. Yeah. We can't let all these corporations take all the, yeah, take yeah. All the money. So skater owned is totally. great. So yeah, just word of mouth, really. Yeah. But I'm going to keep keep it going. Hopefully, I can get in a couple other shops. I got a, my eyes on a couple ones I'm going to call up. Hell yeah. I might actually have a couple contacts to send you over. Um, but yeah, support skater-owned shit, you know, because it's like, at the core, that's what it's really all about. You yeah. know, the people who actually help build the scene at your, you know, that's yeah. at your fingertips, so to speak. Because like you said, when we were coming up, you know, for sure when you were coming up, but there were no parks. You know, there was none of that. And, right. You know, we went to all those meetings for years and just rallying yeah. and the years of getting our boards taken and paying $100 fines and court tickets and, like, you know, being at absent at school because I had to go to court. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that type of shit. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely just, you know, help out each other in the skate community because we are all one big family. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how it should be. Yep. Uh, what would Andy do? That's kind of like that's just like a classic, <laughs> classic way to think right there. If you're if you're about to make, if you're on the fence of how to act, just ask yourself what would Andy do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that was a real motherfucker right there. Yeah, he was one of the best, definitely. Sickest skater. Oh yeah, A Dog got it popping. Wicked yeah. DJ. Just overall. Nice guy. Yeah, so are you still DJing at all these days? Or? Oh, not too much. I do some record collecting. Nice. I've got my collection still. Yeah. I dabble in some eBay sales, this and that, but mm -hmm. just kind of yeah, back. Yeah, there's nothing quite like going to like a resource or like, you know, just a garage sale or something like that and just seeing, and like you might have to dig through it and half the time you're not finding anything, but you might find that one gem and mm -hmm. it's like 50 cents. Like, oh, hell I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm grabbing <laughs> that one up. For sure, my records are the one thing I'll never get rid of. Um, so yeah, you have to come over and check the collection sometime. Yeah. Well, I'll get you to sell one to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so my whole thing is like, I've always kept my records, but the one way that they go out is like to a close homie, you know? If someone's yeah. like, yo, dude, what sure. this? And like, there are a couple, I'm like, no, you're not yeah. getting that shit, but. <laughs> right. I'm similar. I have my top shelf stuff that's actually like in good condition and worth some money. Then I got all these records that are like 12 inch rap records I used to uh, DJ with. Yeah. And they're all scuffed up and they probably ain't worth much. Yeah. But I'm not getting rid of them. I remember uh, actually when Andy's house caught on fire and uh, he lost a shitload of his records. I yeah. actually gifted him a couple records back then too. That yeah. was a rough one. Yeah. The house where he lost. Oh man, I went. 
Yeah. And the little kitty cat. Yeah. And the records melted. Oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, it just, again, yep. shows, like, our community, right. how, oh, like, yeah. everyone just bonded together. And, together. You know, everyone just Helped helped them out. out. Yeah. Crazy times. Well, shit, if, uh, if you think we've covered mostly everything, maybe we'll do our little sign-off here. Um, this has been Golden Hour, episode 25. And damn, 25. Look at that. All you haters that thought we were going to be one and done. We still out here. That's um, right. No, but on the real, we really appreciate your support. And just tuning in. You know, like I always say, these are all guests that are hand-picked. Not just anyone can come up in here. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be a real motherfucker, and uh, just people who honestly are, are my friends. Honestly, like we've been friends a long time, but also yeah. just like people who I know have a cool history and a cool story that have contributed to this culture that uh, a lot of people just take for granted. The, uh, you know, the pioneers of it, and you're absolutely one of those. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's super fun. I like what you're doing here, and uh, let's keep the fire burning. Yeah. Let's move forward with this thing. Yeah, 100%. And uh, with that being said, this has been Golden Hour, episode 25, with the one-of-a-kind guest, Mr. Matt Lawrence, a.k.a. Maddie L., and we out. Yes.